Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It's Beamaz and Beamer. Now, Brian Mazarowski and Joe Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. All right, welcome in. BMS and Beamer on WBEM. Brian Mesrowski here with you today. Joe, uh, you'll hear from in about an hour from right now. Here to bring you uh, the top stories and your reaction to them on a wintry Tuesday morning. I say wintry because it's the first day of winter. It's a short day. The least amount of light we'll get all the year. So from here on out, starting tomorrow, we're looking up, right? That's how it goes. More daylight tomorrow by a few seconds, and we're looking up every day after that. How's everybody doing out there? 803-0930 if you want to join me here on WBEN. Got uh, quite a bit to talk about, including something that happened right after we got off the air yesterday. Some comments from the governor as uh, it uh, goes for a new Bills stadium. Uh, But, I mean... First, we have to start with the most pressing issue of the day. Like everyone else, the Queen was hoping that this year's Christmas would be very different to last year. But unfortunately, yet again, the royal family Christmas at Sandringham, the Queen's country estate, has been cancelled and she'll be spending Christmas at Windsor Castle instead. Now, Omicron is surging through the United Kingdom. We've been told that this is a personal decision by the Queen and reflects a precautionary approach. Oh, God save the Queen. I mean, the royal family Christmas... At Sandringham has been canceled yet again. Uh, the, no Christmas at the Queen's country estate. I don't know how they're going to survive two straight years without that happening. That's they broke into uh, the BBC an update on the COVID variant news. <laughs> they cut off whoever was talking. Breaking news: the Queen is not doing uh, hors d'oeuvres at Windsor uh, Palace. And she's also not going to her country estate for Christmas. Unbelievable. So, uh, you know, best wishes to the queen out there. But no, no, the uh, the bigger news here in western New York happened uh, right after I got off the air yesterday. Talking about a new Bills stadium. And the governor was asked about that by WBEN while she was in western New York yesterday. Uh, where do we stand now? Now, you might remember the timeline given was uh, these sides wanted to reach a deal. We heard from the county executive uh, by the end of the year. The end of the year is 10 days away, so can it happen? Governor Kathy Ockel giving a green light, too, to the preferred location 
of Orchard Park talked about the timeline as well. Here's what she had to say when we asked her about where it stands. If their desire is Orchard Park. It's Orchard Park. We've never said otherwise. And we've had many conversations. I've also offered uh, two timelines to them, whatever works best for them. I can get this done by the end of this year. Or I also have until the end of March because it is a budgetary item. So I also have a larger window if we need more time. So it's not a hard deadline. So I I am, this might be too over my head to understand how exactly this works. But you know, I can get this done by the end of the year or we can get this done by March. You know, either time. I, I'm not sure how that works where... I mean, if you can get it done by the end of the year, I think everyone would be like, okay, sure, let's do it after all this talk. Um, or wait till March. I don't know why you would wait on this if you were any side, uh, you know, Bill State County, NFL, in this negotiation. Uh, the thing that got a lot of headlines yesterday was her comment about Orchard Park, basically saying if the Bills uh, want Orchard Park, then that's what we'll do. We can go with Orchard Park. And I, I kind of breezed right through that, right? I, I was focused more on the timeline because the Orchard Park thing just kind of seemed like a given to me. Despite everything we've heard over the past several months of people kind of clamoring, hey, what about Buffalo? What about downtown Buffalo? It always seemed like the most simple solution would be that the stadium would be built in Orchard Park. Given all of the challenges that were kind of uh, baked into this, right? You had the challenge of the deadline, right? There's a deadline to get this deal done because after next season, uh, there's no lease to play in the current stadium. And we were told by Ron Rakuya, he told me right here on this program, uh, the Bills are not going to renew their lease in to continue to play in the stadium past next season if there is no deal on a new facility. So you had that deadline. There's also the rush to get one before there is uh, much-needed repair done to the current stadium to keep it viable for people to be in. So you want to be out of there before you have to sink hundreds of million dollars in there. There's all these deadlines at play when we first start talking about the stadium and when things start to get a little bit serious. So it didn't really surprise me that Orchard Park was, you know, where it would end up. So what the bill said, hey, look, we need to get this done. The most simple solution would be to do it in Orchard Park, right across the street. Um, it would also be cost effective if you're worried about the price tag on the stadium. The lower cost option is to build on this land across the street than to clear land in the city and go through that entire process and build infrastructure on top of it and so on and so forth. So then we reach where we are today, where it seems like a deal has been done. I want to know a couple things uh, from you out there. What do you think about that? Orchard Park, are you fine with it? Have you come to terms with what the new stadium is going to be, which is in large part, what we heard that the Bills wanted, you know, uh, what, five months ago now uh, when this talk really kind of kicked into high gear? And how do you feel uh, about this whole process? I mean, it seems like the heavy lifting is gone. And it all really happened behind closed doors. We still don't know how much money the state is going to kick in. We don't know what this deal looks like for Erie County. 
We don't know how much the bills are going to kick in. We don't know what the stadium is proposed to look like. I mean, we've heard a few details. We don't have a drawing or, or anything like that. How do you feel about how the whole process went in terms of the public being able to know what was going on? 803-0930 is our number. You can give me a call this morning, 803-0930, or send us a text on the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. Earlier this morning, we spoke with Ben Siegel. Ben is with the Bills in Buffalo campaign. He kind of spearheaded that movement. And they were behind... Um, you know, one of these big renderings you saw of what a Bill Stadium could look like in downtown Buffalo. Uh, they were behind, um, you know, in large part, some of these public hearings that happened, most notably the ones that happened in the city of Buffalo. And they're trying to drum up support. And it was not lost on Ben, and I'll give Ben a lot of credit. He kind of talked about this the first time we spoke with him. Uh, we asked him again today. Now, listen, all right, you're starting this campaign, you have this support, uh, even some, you know, prominent names, uh, you know, tied to your effort. Uh, isn't it all too late? You're talking about this now, given all those things we just mentioned about the timeline, uh, you know, after next season, uh, we need a deal done before that timeline runs out. You need something done quickly, as in not just a deal, but you need a stadium up as quick as possible to avoid putting more money into the stadium that you currently play in. You know, all these things factor into the timeline. Isn't it too late to talk about the Bills in Buffalo? And he mostly agreed. Even though he's behind the effort, he kind of said, all right, yeah, I mean, it, it should have been talked about years earlier. He pointed to, uh, I think it was Washington. Now, Washington's having this discussion right now uh, about a new stadium, and they're not talking about one four years down the line. They said that's when you know it needs to begin. If you want to build a stadium in a metro area, you kind of need years of planning, not something where you're under the gun, so to speak. So he did admit this part. But then I asked him, who do you kind of put the blame on? Who should shoulder the blame for these discussions not happening a little bit earlier? And he went away where I didn't quite agree with because he said, uh, you know, he put it on the bills for not having this discussion sooner. And because we didn't have it sooner, then the downtown idea could never really be taken 100% seriously, right? I mean, in honesty, all these public hearings are going on. I don't think there's anyone involved. You know, maybe a few people who were speaking who, you know, had, has that pie in the sky, a really positive outlook on life. But I don't think anyone really involved in there were uh, going through these public hearings and thinking, all right, this is going to make the difference. We're now going to convince everybody involved to go from Orchard Park to downtown Buffalo and everything that it brings with it. I'm not sure if anyone really believed that, even though we had the hearings. Uh, but we asked Ben. You know, what he thinks uh, about that, he said he thought the Bills were mostly to blame for that. And I disagree on that point. Um, and that's just kind of looking at it from not just my perspective, but what I think is kind of a logical perspective of how this would go down. And why I wouldn't shoulder blame on the Bills for having this process not get started a year ago or two years ago. Uh, and he brought up the stadium working group. I believe that was the official title. Now, that was something when the Pagulas bought the team. You might remember this. 
when Terry and Kim Pagula bought the team, the state and then Governor Andrew Cuomo said, all right, we're creating the stadium working group. And we're going to have all these parties involved. We're going to have Chuck Schumer and myself and, you know, whoever else. All these important, you know, big wigs. We're going to get together in a room and we're going to discuss. All right, the Pagulas have bought the team. We're, we're moving forward in Buffalo. We're going to discuss the future of the stadium and, and what needs to be done. And does there need to be a new one built? And that working group, you know, they said this is going to happen. And maybe a month later or so, that working group met. I remember, you know, we were trying to get more information on it. Uh, they had an organizational meeting. All right, you're going to be the chair. You'll be the vice chair. You're going to sit here, head of the table. Uh, who wants it? I don't know. A little bit of a fight there. Schumer, Cuomo. I, you know. They had one of those meetings. And then that was it. It never happened again. <laughs> they, they met once to figure out who was going to sit where around the table, and then they never came to the table past that. <laughs> you had a stadium working group that was put down in ink that this is going to happen. This is how we're going to move forward and you know come up with the solution to this Bills stadium issue that eventually will reach ahead. At least you had the foresight there. Uh, but they never met. And that was not the Bills' fault. You know, Ben brought that up. He was saying, uh, you know, I pinned this on the Bills for not moving forward quicker. That was a state idea. And, and the state never moved forward with that. And if I'm sitting here from the outside, you know, this is my outsider's viewpoint. This is not using any of, you know, the insider knowledge they might have. But from an outsider's perspective, you look at this issue and you say, well, why would the Bills ever, you know, take a step back and say, oh, you know, let's wait on this idea, right? If I'm the Bills and the state came to me and said, hey, we want to figure this out, you know, how do we get you into a facility that's going to say we're staying in Buffalo for a generation to come? I mean, if I'm the Bills there, I'm saying, okay, yeah, let's go to the table. I mean, that would only make sense. If the state or county said, all right, hey, let's work on, you know, fixing this so it doesn't come to a point where we're kind of backed into a corner. Uh, if I'm the Bills, I say, yeah, yeah, I mean, let's do that. And then we can, you know, by working in advance, you get the best possible outcome. I learned that in ninth grade. We had to make a castle for a social studies class. Out of whatever you wanted to, cardboard. They said no sugar cubes because then the ants get it when it's, you know, around the room and in the hallways. But you had to make a cardboard castle. I don't know why. It, it was kind of stupid in retrospect. Maybe this is why, because it taught me a lesson that I'm coming back to today. That the best castles were made when the people started planning them and building them way in advance when the project was first announced. And then when you're backed into a corner and you only have a, like three days to do it, you ended up with my castle. You know, it got like a C minus. I did it. It's passing. It's there. Uh, you know, could have been a lot better. <laughs> no one wants to be in that, right? I mean, no one wants to be in that uh, corner, but that's where, you know, the Bills, the state, the county, the NFL kind of found themselves in right now. So if I'm the Bills and, you know, they say in advance, yeah, let's let's start talking about this. Okay, yeah, we can really, you know, with time and a collaborative effort, we can make something that would really work for everybody. But instead what happened is nothing. 
And then you reached a point where, hey, this lease is going to expire in 2023. To put that in other terms, this lease is going to expire not after this season, but after the next season the Bills play. Uh, and what's going to happen then? Because now the Bills, instead of sitting there waiting for the state to say something or, you know, I mean, now the Bills are, are forced into a position where they go, okay, like they told WBEN, when that happens, I, we're not going to renew a lease just to stay in this building that we've been told is not going to be structurally sound without major significant repairs for the next 10 years. Um, that's likely not what the NFL wants us to do. right? The NFL has a big say in this, in what they want their teams to do, where they want their teams to play, what they want the league to look like. So now the Bills are in a situation where, hey, all right, this deadline comes up. We need this talk to happen before we renew a lease to stay in here longer because we're going to have to do that. We're already at the point where construction of a stadium is going to take longer than we have a lease for. So we're going to have to stay in here longer than the current lease. And now everyone's backed into this corner, right? And now everyone's in the situation where you go, oh, um, I, so what do we do? We're going to need to build a stadium and we're going to kind of need to build one fast because if we don't, then it's going to cost us $100 million plus to fix up the old one and make sure it's safe for everybody. So let's just do it across the street. We already have the land and we won't have to spend time acquiring land and talking with preservation boards and building out infrastructure and doing all these things, and we can get right to the building of a stadium. And when it comes to the building of a stadium, uh, let's, you know, we need this up a little bit quicker, uh, no roof. No, and, and I'm not saying this is the reason why there's no roof or anything. I'm just, you know, if you're going along with how the thinking is here, you know, you, you come up with the thing, all right, this is a stadium that's good, uh, but also one that we can get in a very short period of time, which is what we need. You know, that's the corner that we're kind of backed into. And that's why we end up in this situation here. So when we spoke with Ben Siegel of Bills in Buffalo earlier, and he said, oh, well, you know, I think that's on the Bills. I don't think that's on the Bills. I think the Bills would have been ready. I think if you're the state and you come to the Bills and say, hey, we want to get this stadium done and, you know, we want to look at downtown Buffalo, why would the Bills say anything differently? Right. When the details of this come out, I mean, you can guarantee that most of the bill is going to be picked up by the state. And the bills know that going into the negotiation. So if the person who's footing the bill, right, if someone's taking you out to dinner and they're going to pay for it, you're not going to be ultra picky as to where you go out to dinner. Right. If someone's going to build you a stadium and they're going to pay for most of it, and they say, hey, we want it in downtown Buffalo. You go, okay, hey, I'm all ears. Your money. You're, you're the one who's helping. I think that's what would have happened. But it didn't happen. It got pushed to the back burner, and then the bills kind of went on the offensive, so to speak. They pushed the issue. And the state reacted instead of it being the other way around. And that's why I think we end up here with a new stadium in Orchard Park. Listen, I think that'll be fine. I like going out to Orchard Park for games. 
Um, I, I like the weather aspect of it. I think it's, you know, nice to kind of be out there to have a, a lot of space. I, you know, that's, I'm fine with it, but we came to this, I think, because of that exact situation. Because instead of the state coming forward and saying, all right, this is what we want, this is what's going to be better for New York State when we inevitably spend a bunch of taxpayer dollars on this facility, instead of that happening, it was pushed off, pushed off, pushed off to where the bill said, hey, listen, are, are you going to make something happen or are we going to have to look somewhere else? What do you think? Orchard Park, what do you think of uh, what the governor said yesterday and the new Bill Stadium? Let me know. 803-0930. You listen to BMAS and Beamer on WBEN. It's BMAS and Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. Welcome back. BMAS and Beamer here on WBEN. Uh, I'm eating a salad, you know, during the break. I'm back on it, trying to be back on it. Got my spinach and chicken ready to go. I think it's, you know, I'm trying to, I'm doing the thing, right, where you eat good for a couple days, knowing that ahead of you lies like a week of just terrible eating and drinking, right? And that this is going to make a difference. I think it kind of does make a difference. I'm I'm getting back in the routine a little bit. You know, prep that meal a little bit beforehand, do good. It's all, it's all gonna work out, right? In the new year, new year back on track. Give me a week or two to just go all in. <laughs> Anyways, that's what I'm trying here. Uh, let's uh, take a look at our text. You know, we're talking about the new Bills Stadium and the comments made by the governor yesterday. Which, if you didn't hear, uh, here's Kathy Hochul. She was asked about the stadium and the progress and where things stand by WBEM when she was in Western New York. If their desire is Orchard Park, it's Orchard Park. We've never said otherwise. And we've had many conversations. I've also offered uh, two timelines to them, whatever works best for them. I can get this done by the end of this year. Or I also have until the end of March because it is a budgetary item. So I also have a larger window if we need more time. So it's not a hard deadline. Wasn't expecting to hear that. I mean, it basically sounds a lot like, hey, you know, you want Orchard Park? Fine. You want, hey, I can work with, you want, you want this done next week? We can do it. Uh, you want to wait till March? We can do that. Whatever you guys want. Um, I thought that was a little strange. I wasn't expecting that. Uh, but the big points are, you know, it looks like Orchard Park. Um, I thought the way that it was presented by the governor, though, you know, maybe leads people to believe a, a different thing than, you know, maybe is true. Because, you know, she, she uh, went and said, hey, if the Bills want Orchard Park. If it's Orchard Park, then, you know, I guess we'll do Orchard Park. That's fine. That's, uh, that's what the Bills want. That's what we'll give them. And, you know, that's true now. But I think that's only, you know, what the Bills proposed because of the actions by the state. 803-0930 if you want to wait. You know, what do you think about this? Is this the final decision? Are you satisfied with the state choosing to build a new Bill Stadium in Orchard Park? That's a lot what it sounds like uh, from the governor talking to WBEN yesterday, 803-0930. I, I think that's only happening because of past decisions made by New York State. And if this conversation was a little bit different, 
uh, things might have went another way. You might be talking about a new stadium in downtown Buffalo. Let's head over to our Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. Someone chiming in, um, nothing, maybe nothing happened because it was going where the Bills want it. It doesn't sound like the Bills are backed into a corner at all. No, I, I think it's the opposite, right? What I'm saying is that no, at first no one was backed into a corner. But now we reach the point, the closer and closer you get to this deadline or this decision day, you know, it's not unlike too unlike the grain elevator that we were talking about yesterday, right? There's no deadline. There's, you know, no one's backed into a corner. We're all just kind of living with what we have. And then all of a sudden the wind blows a big hole in this building and you're faced with a decision. Now everyone's backed into a corner. It's like, listen, hey, this needs to be fixed or something needs to be done with it. It needs to be knocked down because it's a safety hazard. You know, now because of years of not paying attention to it, you are backed into a corner. And I think that's where the state is here. Uh, I'm not saying the bills were backed into a corner. I think the state was. But I think it's the state's doing. I think much like that grain elevator, we spent years saying, you know, hey, bills are here. After Terry and Kim bought the team, we don't have to worry about this anymore. Just let this go. Kick the can down the, yeah, we'll start a working group. We'll never meet. Who cares? Um, (laughs) We'll deal with that. That's that's future me problem, right? That'll be some other uh, person's problem. Um, You know, maybe you had uh, then Governor Cuomo saying, I'll be in the White House by then, right? That'll be the next governor's problem. Didn't work out, right, the way uh, that he thought. Anyways, but by doing that and kind of kicking the can down the road and not dealing with this, you eventually back yourself into a corner because you reach a deadline. You reach decision day. It's me making that castle in grade school. I'm not in a corner until it's three days before it's due, and now all of a sudden I got to do this. <laughs> I got to figure out how. Scourge supplies, uh, scrounge up supplies all around the house. Now you're in the uh, corner of, all right, we have to do something. What, what do you propose? And I think the bills are, the bills could have proposed downtown Buffalo. Uh, but they saw their focus seemed to be more so on the immediacy than the end product, if you get what I'm saying. That they placed more importance on getting something done relatively quickly than getting something done that would be, you know... I don't want to say the best possible outcome because for a lot of people, Orchard Park is the best possible outcome. But, you know, other than getting a, a Taj Mahal or something like that. Go to Neil. Neil, you're on WBEN. What are you thinking about this after the governor's comments yesterday? Good morning. I'm thinking that you should just follow the money. And if you thought it was going to be anywhere else but uh, where it's going to be, you're foolish because look at the amount of uh, car dealerships you get to drive by just to get to the stadium. What's your point? There's no car dealerships on your way to Buffalo. They, they already have all the property surrounding the stadium. So you think that because we couldn't build 10 car dealerships along a road in downtown Buffalo, that's the only reason the stadium's staying in Orchard Park? 
there must be a hundred Chevy, Ford, you name it. Every dealership is along Route 20 on your way to the stadium. And what are they selling at the stadium? Trucks, cars, beer. Um, Neil, thanks for the call. I'm, you know, this is my listen. I'm not in the negotiating room. <sighs> Something tells me that didn't come up. <laughs> Just sorry to dismiss your idea, but uh, <laughs> something tells me that didn't come up when you're talking about this. Uh, no, but are you happy with Orchard Park? I am. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm fine with the decision. I, I would have been happy with anything that keeps the team in Buffalo. I think most people are kind of thinking along those lines. I think a lot of people were very passionate about Buffalo. And like Ben Siegel, who we talked to earlier this morning, I think those people should have made their case, made their voices heard maybe a little bit sooner uh, to the state, to whoever, to kind of push that issue. To say, hey, uh, New York, hey, you know, whoever's going to be in charge of this, I know this is a couple years down the line in your mind, but we're going to end up spending a lot of public dollars on a stadium. Here's what we want. And that didn't really happen. You know, like the, the grain elevator. You know, now everyone's clamoring for it. Well, now a decision has to be made. It might be made tomorrow inside of a courtroom. Now is almost too late. You had 30 years to say, this is what we want. This is what we need. And now your words of, hey, we can do this. You know, why not this? Let's think about this. Now there's not the time to explore all these ideas. And I think a very similar thing happened with the stadium, as is happening with that Great Northern Grain Elevator. Let's go to Joe in West Seneca. Joe, you're on WBEN. Uh, what do you think about this? Um, well, I was just kind of thinking about it to myself. You know, I'm a college student, and one thing I've learned about living in the state my entire life is that you got to follow the money for everything. And I was wondering, you know, you mentioned that it sounded like the state might be backed into a little bit of a corner. And from Kathy Hochul's tone and her comments, I'd 100% agree with you. And I was wondering if you think that the urgency that maybe she's placing on, you know, we can do it now, we can do it later. You know, it sounds like someone that's kind of backed into a corner, maybe from a tax revenue standpoint, because, you know, I'm not... I'm not versed in the collective bargaining agreement and everything with the NFL, but I know in the NHL that um, every player that plays in a particular state, whether that's their home team or if they're just, say, you know, the Coyotes are playing the Sabres. Well, they're playing in New York, so then all the Coyotes players have to pay, you know, income tax on their salaries. And Buffalo is, you know, the only stadium that resides in the state of New York. So if it's something similar like that, for the NFL, where they have to play, pay taxes wherever they play, this is really New York's only shot at making the tax revenue from the players that end up playing in the NFL since both the Jets and the Giants play in New Jersey. Do you think that maybe tax revenue and stuff like that is kind of on her mind and she's worried, well, if we lose the bills, we're going to lose a major source of income and then Western New York might end up going into some form of, you know, a lull because... You know, I see all the time people are – I saw something on Twitter. Someone said, oh, well, a new stadium wouldn't have any greater impact than a new Target. And I thought it was kind of ridiculous because I spend, you know, basically every Sunday of my life following the Bills. Joe, thanks for the call. 
I appreciate the sentiment, and I think you're right in bringing up these things. Now, I don't think that was a deciding factor, but I think it's any smart person is taking that into consideration. You know, any smart person is not looking at the thing, and I was making fun of this last week. Any Anyone who is a sane person looking at the situation is not looking at the bills and saying, oh, yeah, it has the same impact on a region as a new target. I mean, that is – takes like that are what, you know, end up driving people away to everything that you have to say um, on every other issue, Right. Uh, and, and to your point of uh, tax revenue on the player salaries, yeah, that is some. That's why anyone who says, oh, you know, there's no economic impact, no economic benefit to any region by having a, a football team here. No, I mean, of course there is. Of course there is. Is it worth what? I mean, is it just evened out? Is it 100% worth it? I mean, these are items up to for debate. But, you know, to flat out say, oh, there's no benefit or, oh, it's the same as a target. You know, those Target uh, employees paying million dollars in taxes. Um, that's, does, oh, does that not happen? Uh, the sales tax revenue, they might, but uh, anything else? I, I, I don't think that is why I'm saying that they were backed into a corner a little bit. I, I think they're backed into a corner because you've literally reached a point. A lease is going to end after next season. And what's going to happen there? You reach a point where the team says, listen, we need to figure this out, and we're not going to extend the lease until we have it figured out. And if we don't have it figured out, we're not going to extend the lease, which means we're out of here. You know, I I mean, as much as the Bills will say there's not a threat to move, connect the dots. You know, when you say we're not going to renew our lease without an agreement on a new stadium – that means we need an agreement on a new stadium or we're, we're out. Because if you don't renew the lease, you're not playing at the stadium. So, you know, as much as they said there's not a threat to leave, I mean, there is that threat that that's going to happen. And, and that backs the state into a corner where they didn't need to be if this started a few years ago. And because they're backed into a corner, it says, okay, well, what is the way to get this done? What's a way to get this done uh, quickly, so we get a new stadium up. Uh, what's a, a way to get this done so I can get it into the budget right here? So, you know, if you're the governor, I can say to people in Western New York, hey, look at what I got done. I kept the bills in Buffalo, and uh, I need it done in this budget cycle because the election's next year. You know, I can't wait until early 2023, you know, when the actual deadline is. There's actually a, a tighter deadline in my position as governor. You are backed into that corner, and that's how you end up with, I think, a further discussion not happening. That's how you end up with, okay, we need the kind of quicker, easier option. And again, this is not to say it's the wrong option, but it was the quicker, more cost-effective, easier-to-go-through option to build an Orchard Park than it would have been to have that going on in uh, Buffalo, which we all talked about, the challenges in Buffalo. You build a stadium in Buffalo, what do you have to do? You have to acquire the land, likely from not just the city, but from a bunch of different people. That's going to cost you. You you have to knock down buildings. We're seeing that this week, 
We have a big grain elevator that hasn't been used for anything in 30 years. It's got a huge hole in it now. We want to knock it down, the owner says. Well, you got to go before a judge. Now, how many buildings would that happen with, right? If you decide to build in Buffalo, you have to go through that process. And then you have to uh, probably update a lot of infrastructure. Who knows what's buried underground in Buffalo? Remember when they tried to build the Hofbrau House right next to Harbor Center? And they, oh, well, we can't do it because underneath here is a too big of a plumbing and wiring mess to fix. It would be too um, costly. It would take up way too many dollars. It would, you know, it would just be impossible to fix this. So we'll just go and do this somewhere else. Uh, you, you're running into all those problems. All that takes time and you don't have time anymore. You had time. You don't have time anymore. Uh, Ryan, you're on WBEN. How's it going today? Good, you? And not too bad. What's on your mind? Good. Yeah, I wanted to call in. You know, I've, I've heard a lot of, about this the past uh, month or two with the, uh, you know, with the stadium being in the city. And, you know, it, 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 it was, it seemed kind of, uh, when I saw the stories, I kind of laughed because anyone who knows really what's kind of what's going on, the, the Pagulas are, are building, were building in Orchard Park the whole time. And, and the fact that, uh, you know, all these people are coming out now, you know, the, the governor and, you know, all these, these local officials, I don't know if it's just typical politics, like, hey, we're going to do what we can. That there's, there, was, there was zero chance of it ever happening. And I, I don't know if it's just like political, like what do they call it, grandstanding, but it's just, just typical politics. That's why I, I that's why these politicians, I just, there was no chance of it ever happening. And some people actually thought that it was going to happen in the city. And it's sad that people believe that, you know, because the Pagulas are the ones that drive the train, whether you like it or not. And they, they should have talked to them a long time ago, you know? I Ryan, I agree with that point that if you were serious, you really wanted the city, you should have had that conversation a while ago. Um, I think at the end of the day, the pri- the priorities showed themselves. Uh, I-, I think most of the people involved did not particularly care if the stadium was in the city or if it was in Orchard Park. They wanted the bills in western New York. You know, maybe you can get as specific as Erie County, maybe. But I think aside from that, most people did not really care outside of that. Because if they did, you would have seen this push a long time ago. It would have had to happen a long time ago. You know, to the point of the bills were already building in Orchard Park, you know, that didn't necessarily mean that they couldn't have a stadium in the city. A lot of teams do that, where they have a facility, you know, your weight room, you practice and you gather in one area, and then your stadium is somewhere else. I, that would be in line with, I, I, I want to say most, I'm not 100% certain in that, but it would be in line with a lot of teams in the NFL. So just because they were making investments in Orchard Park doesn't mean that, you know, it was off the table. Like I said, you know, put yourself in the Bills' shoes. If the state came to you and said, hey, listen, and remember, the state is your bankroll, most likely. The state is going to foot the majority of the bill for this. So if the person paying for the project comes to you and say, hey, all right, you know, we know we're going to pay for this project and be built in a couple years or so, uh, but we want it here instead of there. 
I mean, do you really think the Bills in that situation are going to say, oh, no, no, absolutely not. We, we want it here. I, I for one, don't. <laughs> I think that if the state came to the Bills and you're the Bills and your desire is to stay in western New York, which, you know, you have to take that at their word, and I, that's what I believe, that they, they would want to stay here. They want to, you know, have this team in western New York. The state comes to you. They're going to be paying for the majority of the stadium. And, you know, they say, no, all right, we'll do it. But we want it in Buffalo. Even if you really wanted Orchard Park, I think you say, well, okay, (laughs) you're paying for it. I mean, isn't that how those conversations go? I think so. Go to our Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board one more time before we uh, head out of here. Uh, downtown stadium, considerably more expensive. The traffic would be horrible. That stadium was never going to happen. It was all a courtesy to the city. Uh, that's kind of how I looked at it. Uh, and that last caller, you know, kind of put it in there. He said he felt sorry for anyone who really believed that it was. I, I think it was kind of placating voices, right, uh, these public hearings that we had. It's like I said before, nobody – who nobody involved in those public hearings were involved in the negotiations. That tells you one thing. And then the fact that they're happening, we have a deadline as stated by the county executive of something hopefully being done by the end of the year, and they're happening with two months to go. I mean, that should tell you all you need to know about how much this is being taken into consideration. Not a lot. Um, and then someone else, uh, one more text before we go. The bill should go for the gusto. Retractable dome on the waterfront should be the play since New York City will subsidize most of it. Hey, yeah. If we're spending other people's money, you know, why not spend it uh, lavishly? Don't hate the idea. Hey, uh, thanks so much for joining me today. We'll be back tomorrow. Joe Beamer is up next. Beamer and Beamer on WBEM. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.